Welcome back, everyone. This is an interview we did with friend of the show, Scott Watkins, a Troy alum, to let us know what we could expect to see on Saturday night when the 4-0 Panthers host uh, the Troy Trojans. Give it a listen and let us know what you think. Thanks a lot. Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Scott Watkins of Know It All About Troy. Went to school there, covers it. Or something. I don't know. <laughs> Covered uh, it. Troy, uh, sorry, Scott. Scott uh, used to work with uh, Panda Talk and now covers Southern Miss, but as a, a Troy alum, I wanted to get him on to talk about this game coming up this weekend. So, uh, first of all, Scott, thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, what's it like having to cover a school that's in your own uh, alma mater's division? It's a lot of fun. It's definitely a lot of fun. It's uh, it, it creates a lot of, of fun situations with the fans where you kind of get to go back and forth a little bit. It's definitely kind of a tightrope that you kind of have to walk. So I, I don't really put a lot out there publicly. Um, I kind of find the uh, the happy medium, uh, the, right. uh, the, the the place that every everybody can kind of agree on. And for me, that is my my hatred for South Alabama. And so I can just put that <laughs> out there and everybody's <laughs> like, yes, yes, we agree. You're like, I'm starting to lose the crowd. Um, South, South, South Alabama. And they like, suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <F> the Jags. <laughs> Jagoffs. Yeah. Uh, Jag that's cool. I, I guess it's got to be difficult. Uh, but yeah, uh, whenever you, if you say anything remotely critical of the uh, the Golden Eagles, it's like, oh, he's just a Troy homer. That's all he cares about. No, I, I don't get that a lot. Thankfully, I I um. I try to balance it out, though. I try to be as unbiased as possible. And I've, I've been doing I've done some about coverage for so long. So many people have known me and they they know that that I I'm not that type of person. I'm actually not right. huge on Troy this year, actually. So that's that's kind of been my thing, too. So no, nobody's really concerned, I don't think. Well, that is a great they're, they're segue. Pretty, and to, oh, go ahead, I was going to say they're, they're a pretty passionate fan base themselves. Like they will. I think this last game they had, they were all over their team about. Sorry, guys, we should be in Conference USA. We shouldn't be here. Like they're a crazy fan base, just like us. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's just so many of them. There's, there's, they're passionate, man. They, yeah. it's a program that's been around for a long, long time, and they've seen a lot of different things. So it's, it, it means a lot to them. I got Wait, a question. Are we, talk, are we talking about Troy? Are we talking about Troy or Southern Miss right now? <laughs> Southern Miss right now. Oh, okay. okay. I, like, I thought Southern Miss. Fans, I was like, Troy's fans think that they should be in CUSA. I don't. No, I don't think I've heard that bit. Southern Miss, Southern Miss. <laughs> yeah. No, so it's a segue into uh, into Troy. There, um, uh, they were obviously conference champs last year. Uh, really dominating team, really great, but uh, just have not found that same magic this year. Do they lose a bunch of people? What happened? What's uh, what's different about this team than last year's squad? Well, I think it starts with the understanding that last year's squad was weird. Uh, last year's team had. Uh, just an awful offense. Uh, Gunnar Watson's just as average as it can be as a quarterback. Offensive line was the most ineffective in the Sun Belt. I don't know how many times you can go back and you can find a conference champion that was just awful on the offensive line. <laughs> Troy was that team. They won because they were just unbelievable on defense. I mean, you cannot replicate what they did defensively last year. It was just insane. They lost Carlton Marshall in the middle. Uh, they lost his. Uh, they lost another linebacker, KJ Robinson. So they lost the beef of that middle right there. They they bring back a lot of the secondary, a lot of the the defensive line, but they don't have. They also lost the defensive coordinator too to to Tulane. So it's it's impossible to replicate what they've done. And because they're not, you know, two three steps better on offense, things are just kind of evening out a little bit. And they're not going to be that twelve win team that they were a year ago. 
they can they're still contenders in the West for sure, but they're just it's gonna be next to impossible to to do what they did last year. Well, what does contenders in the West even really mean this year, right? There's there's not not really a whole lot going on over there right now. It's uh you know, it's so wild. In fact, earlier to, today this evening I did a podcast with some Texas State guys and uh and, and that conversation is so funny because you kinda we're talking about it over there from a, a West division perspective and we're just kinda peeking over the fence at the East for a moment there. And it's, everything is so different and the mm-hmm. West, you don't really know what's going to happen in a different way that you don't really know what's going to happen in the East. Cause you, you just don't in the West. It's because you've got a South Alabama team that you think is supposed to be the best. And then, you know, they just laid that dud against central Michigan. So you're thinking, okay, is it, is it Texas state? And that feels weird to say, so you don't really want to <laughs> believe it. Could be. And then <laughs> Troy is the, the incumbent. I mean, that's Davis' number two team, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Troy, you don't know how much better they are uh, or worse they are from last year. And then you have Louisiana and Southern Miss, kind of the wild cards in there. So it's no Don't forget knows. Monroe. Come on, man. Uh, and, and you Monroe, never know. I, I like, you never know about Monroe. <laughs> yeah, Monroe exists. That, that's true. I yeah, they're all. They've got a upset alert on App State this week. Uh, App State heading into uh, Monroe, really, and a lot of a lot of talk about Monroe. I think I think now to be fair, I think App State's like a fourteen point favorite in the game, but there's still some uh, some upset talk. Actually, something else I'll talk about on the regular podcast, uh, uh, which hasn't happened yet. But uh, App State's actually zero and six in their last ro- six road games after beating Texas A and M last season. That's crazy. Yes, right. Crazy. Yeah. It's, that's a crazy stat. Absolutely. So maybe, maybe Monroe will uh, make some noise uh, on Saturday. I don't know. But um, yeah. So guys, you got a question? Uh, I got a couple more. I was actually trying to look up the standings, but yeah. No, nothing. Where guys? do you think Troy's at? No, I mean, where do you think Troy's at? Like, obviously you said earlier, they're not a 10 win team, right? But where do you think they're going to emerge the rest of the season with getting into the rest of the Sunbelt games? Uh, it's, it's they're, they're my number say. one, so yeah, I, I'm wrong well, so far. It's tough to say because Gunnar Watson, it, he's always been my guy at quarterback, but he just has not progressed at all. And there just hasn't been any – he was a, a turnover machine a year ago, and it hasn't been any better this year. They have – I think they have 10 turnovers. I think Georgia Southern is the only other Sunbelt team with 10 turnovers at this point. We call them trash down south around here. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> trash down south. They have, they have 10 turnovers. <laughs> Uh, but no, they. Uh, I don't know if the the emerging skill talent around Gunnar Watson is enough to fully offset his play. It's it's definitely neutralized it in spots. You have that wide receiver Chris Lewis who has made like four or five highlight reel catches for Troy so far this year. Kamani Vidal is getting ninety percent of the carries right now, and he is I think picking up six seven yards a carry. It's insane. I don't know how much that is going to carry Troy, and if one of those players goes down, it's going to be a huge, huge hit for that offense. Yeah, I was looking at the, the, some of the numbers, and the, it looks like you know you're running, you're running back Nadal. What is his name? Uh, he looks very similar to, to Carroll. Is he actually has more yards, than Marcus Carroll? But where the big difference is, I think Marcus Carroll has almost double the touchdowns that Nadal has. So he's uh, you know, the Georgia State way this year seems to be give up a lot of yards, but don't give a lot of points, which is nerve wracking, but um, I don't know. The rush defense for Troy looks like it's pretty potent. And with Georgia state being such a run heavy team, both uh, from the running backs and from uh Granger, it's uh, that's, that's what I'm nervous about is seeing what, what that we can actually establish a run game against Troy's defense, which you're talking about being so strong last year. 
Yeah, it's definitely possible. I think that Georgia State, at its very, very best, has maybe the funnest offense in the Sun Belt. I got to watch it firsthand last year when they came to Hattiesburg, and it was just a, just a beatdown, and they, they ran that thing flawlessly. It's, it's a lot of fun to watch when it's perfect. Uh, last year and the year before that, and the year, all, as long as I've known Georgia State under Sean Elliott, it's been this – I talked to Brady about this. Uh, it, it seems like the range between – Georgia State's good and like good day and Georgia State's bad day is just massive. Right? Right. You, you don't know what Georgia State team you're going to get sometimes. And this year so far, we've gotten four good ones. First one might have been a little shaky, but <laughs> I think the uh, I think they've got a real chance to establish a run against Troy. But it's going to be the best defensive line it has faced up to this point for sure. Yep. Right, yeah, don't care about defensive lines. He just runs away from them. <laughs> <laughs> just scamper off. It'll be fine. <clears throat> so, is there a quarterback really named Gunner? Yeah, he's Gunner. got a. He's got a. Gosh, he has a. His actual name is something else, and it, it's so. Oh, it's a nickname. I think so. Oh, I don't okay. know. I just if, if his real name, name was Gunner, I was like, oh man, we're screwed. <laughs> I I can't remember if his real name was Gunner Watson or not or Gunner. No. I have to figure it out because his name is so funny to me. Whatever it was. I always wonder about like when you have these uh these football players they, they're just named defines it's like what they are name. it's his it's middle name. name his first name is milton uh no oh, yeah. but it, it is well milton doesn't a legal Dallas. name so that that's we're screwed yeah Our uh, we, get <laughs> lit up we need some milton from office space signs to we need get milton. in the stands yeah. some big red staplers <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> And then he'll just tell us he's going to burn the whole place down. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's all concrete, buddy. <laughs> Good luck. Go for it. <laughs> Speak, speaking of Gunner, like, you know, you talk about like watching him air it out. That's been a, a problem with Georgia State is uh, the the pass defense. Um, that's my probably my biggest concern about the game next to being able to establish the run is whether or not they're just going to be able to pass on us all day long. It's, it's in his wheelhouse. That's, that's what he's capable of doing, huh? Yeah, you know, Watson, he's he's definitely an up-and-down guy, but what Troy has is a very sneaky wide receiver room. It's, it's actually pretty good. They have a lot of guys that they utilize, and I, I'll i bring up Lewis again. He's averaging 20 yards a catch. Had that uh, Hail Mary at, at the end of the half against Western Kentucky. The third quarter comes out and makes a spinning one-handed grab. It's going to be a tough night, I think, a big challenge for Georgia State DBs. I've never been a huge fan of Georgia State defensive backs. <laughs> uh, this is certainly going to be a big test for them, but I think the uh, I think the game plan should really be to get aggressive. And this is a team that has struggled with ball security. Even Kamani Vidal has struggled with ball security. Almost lost the West Kentucky game because of a late fumble. Uh, and be aggressive. I think that's that should be Georgia State strategy. Keep keep Chris Lewis uh, within five yards of the line of scrimmage. Don't give Gunnar Watson enough time to allow Lewis to open up uh, downfield. He doesn't have to be open to make the catch. I, I will reiterate that. I mean, he could be double coverage. He's a six, four guy. Anything that's thrown anywhere near him, it seems like it's just going to suck into his hand somehow. <laughs> uh, that would be, that would be my thing. I mean, you've got to get to Watson. Watson is not the greatest playmaker in the world. He is, uh, this is the most in shape he's ever been, I hear, but he's still kind of just a big dude in that pocket. So you, you've got to get after him. We will. That's one thing That's I've liked about our defense this year. Actually, pressure. was the pressure that we've been putting on um, quarterbacks and on um, offenses. Period. I, I feel like, and it's gotten better and better every every week. 
our defense. So, um, you know, that first week was definitely everybody's like, uh oh, our defense is. Uh, We're knocking the rust off, man. We're having to learn how to I gel. Know, but, well, brand new season. Season. No, it's a new DC. They're figuring out all the new schemes and all the new everything. And I think they are figuring it out, which is, you yeah. know, that's what you want. <laughs> I feel like we're blitzing more than we have in the past years, for sure. Like, yeah, I love it. We take chances. And I we put pressure it. on the quarterback. He make, They make mistakes. So far, every team has made mistakes in the passing game with the pressure we put on the quarterback. But we'll see. Um, um, what do you think about the, just this kind of matchup, Scott? Like, you know, uh, Troy and Georgia State are two of the closest programs in the entire Sun Belt, maybe? I, uh, I've i been telling Brent Jones for years, this should be a rivalry. Like this should yeah. be this should be a thing that happens. Like I, of course, cross division rivalries isn't a thing or some belt. I think it should be, and I think that this should be Troy's cross division game. I mean, yeah. they've these two teams have played so many good games over the years. There's no reason not to celebrate this contest. I agree. There, there's just no reason why these schools should be so close in the same conference and not play. And I yeah, you said we don't have protected rivalries, I, but they did when uh, when it was split when Troy was in the East. Didn't uh, they? They played South Alabama every year still though, didn't they? Uh, that well, that was a very short, you know, time span, like three or four years. Yeah. Yes, that was the sure. only protected rivalry in the Sun Belt. Yeah, yeah, I, I would love to see that happen. You know, I've I've made no bones about you know not being thrilled about being in the Sun Belt Conference, but if we're going to be in the conference, just, let's do it the right way. And I think that's playing Troy in you know every sport. Uh, obviously, we play everything else, but uh, including football every single season. I think it's good for the fans. Quick road games, good good for yeah, travel. Absolutely, buses, it's, you know? that's the fastest three hour drive I've ever made in my life. I don't know what it is about it. And <laughs> the problem, the problem is there's not been any kind of um, no animosity, no, uh, no, no flame throwing, no, no nothing. Um, like we, we kind of just play clean games and get in, get out, and like that's it. So it's like the rivalry isn't forming, even though it would be nice. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. You definitely kind of miss that edge factor a little bit with the games. Uh, I think. That might be all that's left. I mean, I've I've seen some Troy Georgia State games that had some weird endings, and they 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 a lot of them seem to be close. I remember the one in Troy a few years ago. There was an onside kick at the end, and and the call seemed to be kind of weird, and Troy fans were furious about that for like a week. So, <laughs> and it's not it's not just um uh football either. I mean, when we feel when we feel good about our, good about our basketball program, we go down like to Troy. Five years in there, yeah, well, yeah. And you just say they actually, were upset for like a week though. Um, I don't think we thought about it again. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah we, we were good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, that was uh that was well that was back in the uh the Chip Lindsay day. So Troy fans were just furious every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to stoke the flames here. All right, you're trying to get that rivalry going, we, right? That's right. We should, <laughs> we should leave it up to the Sun Belt office to schedule the rivalries. So they would put us with probably Texas State, right? Just the furthest you can get away from David. Uh, oh, yeah. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, hey, that was cool, David. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. Tim, Tim wants uh, the Sun Belt to decide our our uh, yeah, they should. rivals, our well, schedule. They, well, they, they are already. Last year, our rivalry week game was Marshall. Now our rivalry week game is uh, ODU. So uh, they're just trying to figure out what, what fits. That's How far thing, away in the East can you yeah. get? Yeah. I don't like that about the Sun Belt. We don't do the rivalry week thing in this league. Yeah. And I, I really wish that we did. Yeah, I think there's so many... Obviously, I think the most common, at least on the east side, the most common is the trash down south and Appy State. Everyone acknowledges that as a big rivalry. Uh, and then, obviously, we would pick trash as as our rival. So you can't have 
Two Robert. Two. You can't make them play two games in one day. Although that'd be How does that feel, by the way, to like to like pick Georgia Southern as your rival and then they pick somebody else as theirs? I. <laughs> They had I it before. We were, us. I don't know. You know, like, I wish it was, was their I'm rival forever. The flames. I'm just trying to stoke it yeah. a little bit. <laughs> no, I wish we were not in a conference with them to begin with. But uh, if we're going to be, that, that, I mean, there's no not denying. You know, we don't have the the football history, let alone you know we can have a rivalry history with any programs to say something. You know, we played you know a couple of the other programs in basketball forever in the Colonial or whatever. But uh, you know, no one gets fired up on Old Dominion playing a truck line company. You know, who cares? Um, we never really had a history with JMU. I, I mean, I like Appy myself. Like, that's a game that I like to see as a rivalry, but they keep on beating us. Uh, it's got Coastal, right? I mean, no one can win at home. That's a good rivalry. Yeah. Whoever yeah. wins first is the best. Well, then, and Lafayette's developed as a basketball rivalry. I think Coastal is developing. Um, I, w- I would call that like in the beginning stages of a rivalry for us. That's because they crapped in your bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the first step. You know, you try to be nice and then they all take poops in your bathroom. So uh you you guys got anything else for Scott? We can let him go and we get on uh, with our stuff. I don't know. What do you I'm think good. about the East? What's your what's your like top three? Top three, that's impossible. I think there's like top five, five. different teams, five different teams that can win the East probably. All right, Who are Georgia, Georgia, Georgia State, Marshall, JMU. That's really the best teams. Georgia State. I, I, I mean, I love App State. App State, <laughs> I think, is back to where they were. I really do think the Mountaineers are back. I didn't think this a few weeks ago, uh, but even after that Wyoming game, I do think that App State is very much a serious football team. Uh, Old Dominion, right, I think, is at the bottom. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to trying to squeeze this into the middle. Uh, best in the East. I am. I'm. I'm leaning towards Marshall more and more often. They're kind of an afterthought for me a lot of the times because they're new and they're just way up there. Right. But they yeah. look pretty darn good. I mean, their defense, to me, reminds me a little bit of what Troy did last year, except they have Rasheen Ali as a running back. And so that seems really dangerous to me, a potent uh, combo. Cam Fancher isn't, like, the greatest quarterback, but at least he can do both the running and the throwing. And so you do have, you know, options there on offense. So Marshall, to me, is is kind of where I'm leaning as my number one. And then, like, Two through two through four, you could really just order those however you want. I actually, you guys are gonna hate this, man. I I think that the trash down south is pretty <laughs> good this year. I think that what they're doing offensively, if they can just not turn wow. the ball over, all they needed to do was fix that defense, and it looks a lot better. So They've that, never been able to through. not turn the ball over, though. That's that's I sort of a that. trash down south. Like that's part of their identity is we it turn is, the ball over. Is. And if they fix that, it's it's bad news for everyone else. But it's not just this team. It's like for decades now. That's like- <laughs> Yeah, I'm not that's one of the teams. That that was a, a Sharpie marker W on the scorebook when I uh, started the season. That's that's a win we'll get. No no doubt about it. Them ODU and Coastal are the three that I knew we'd win in conference. Is that so. why the videos aren't public anymore so nobody can trash you for your takes? <laughs> no, they, they, we get plenty of trash. <laughs> you just got to pay for it, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm actually getting comments right now for the, the Patreon and stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think I think right now it is uh, – uh, Marshall is probably the, the front runner. They look the best. They have the best resume so far, which is why you know a lot of us are actually you know obviously wanting to win this week against Troy, but then also – rooting for Marshall against NC State than ODU in the following week. So when they come down here, we have two undefeated Sunbelt teams, kind of like a, a little clash at the top. I think it could be a, a, 
a good game, a game that ESPN may pick up as one of, on the one of the linear channels or something. I think that you guys have a lot of good games left. I, I was kind of looking at it uh, really before this last week happened. As far as remaining schedules go, you guys have the toughest. I mean, Georgia State's the toughest schedule left. It, it, oh, yeah. It's brutal. Easily. Yeah. We're ready. Yeah, yeah. Got it. I was looking at it, too, and just like, oh, man, this is going to be – hopefully we continue just getting better every week because we have to. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Well, thanks a lot, Scott, for your time. We'll get you back in here next time we're playing Southern Miss and something or something like that. And uh, we appreciate your time and uh, go Panthers. <laughs> yeah, no problem, guys. Thank you guys for having me. It's been a while. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, yeah man. man. It's been, a lot, been too long. Been too long. Thanks a lot, Good Scott. To see you. See you. That's it for us this week. Thank you for listening. Please follow us on Twitter at State of Atlanta or on Facebook at facebook.com slash State of Atlanta. And if you enjoy what you're listening to, please rate and review us on your podcast app. Thank you very much, and go Panthers.